Let's count it down. Five, four, three, two, one. Record. Hold on, hold on. Do it again. I was high. Go. Three, two, one. Record. It's a whole lot of red. Disrespectful, I don't even know if I should say it. Welcome to episode 60 of Unheard, the best podcast on the mother effing <laughs> planet, man. It's our, our Max Under, our Max Unger episode. Um, you know, all weekend, I don't think anybody knows who Max Unger is. I mean, I shout know out who Max to all Unger is. But. Shout out to all the fat boys. Shout out to all the linemen holding it. <laughs> Stop. That was a disrespectful thing. gotta be the worst. That was gotta be the worst. Nigga was scared to say fat boys. <laughs> <laughs> you thought fat niggas was gonna I'm jump you? Crying. I'm crying. He thought they were about to run up on him. All his lineman friends. <laughs> I didn't want to disrespect you. Know, I love all people. No, I don't fat shame. Man. I just you, you didn't know, shame anybody. No <laughs> you literally shouted no them contra- out. <laughs> I don't want no controversy on my name, Yerman. Shout out to all the fat boys, though. Shout out to Rick Ross, now. <laughs> and them. Rod Wade, the whole nine yards. Yeah, okay, you're getting disrespectful. Rod Wade can't be the representative. <laughs> All right, for, on a serious note, though, man. How, how are y'all this week, bro? <laughs> I'm beyond hey, burnt out. Week. I was about to say, niggas don't want to hear what my week was because it's just These been niggas pain. sound stressed. If this was a basketball schedule, I'll be on low management right now. Fucking dying. Right now, I'm at all-star break. Can we right before the playoff push. Nigga, you're, you're retired. You're not, you have, you have had no season. This nigga's retired. Huh? You're retired. <laughs> That's not true. You're retired. You hung your That's boots up. That's not true. I just coast through the regular season. No, you're guesting, on, you're guesting on NBA talk shows. Like, my team, my team's so stacked to where I could just coast through, like, the regular Paul season. I don't worry about the regular season. <laughs> Once I get the finals, though, it's lock up. But I'm coasting through the regular season. LA Lakers. What's that? But, um, yeah, man, let's get to it. Uh, Sonder. No. We have to address uh, DMX's death. No, yeah. I'm so sorry, man. Apologies. Rest in peace, DMX, man. Um, Really sad to see him go. Uh, Legend, if you know, as I'm sure everybody does, you know. If you know, you know. It's simple. But But, um, rest in peace, X. Rest in peace. Baltimore legend, hip-hop legend. Niggas forget he had Jay-Z. He was running Jay-Z out of here. Wait, he's from Baltimore? Not officially, but oh. a, a, according to Nigga, false Twitter, claiming. No, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> according to a Twitter user, because there's a lot of ambiguity around it, he went on the this uh, is drink red champs, flag number one. He went on the drink drink champs podcast, and um, Nori was talking about how he um, how X went to Baltimore for to record his first album, and there's a lot of lines about Baltimore in the album, and asked him about that, and X said, "Yeah, at the time I was uh, I'm fresh out of Baltimore. I was fresh out." But then, like, when he gets directly asked, are you from Baltimore, he, like, kind of dodges the question. Like, it's 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 really interesting. Like, I've never seen a direct answer. Nigga, don't claim your hood. Fouls claiming. But, I mean, he reps it regardless or repped it regardless, so. 
That shit was definitely, I mean, you know, I'm not, we can't even cap like that was our generation or anything like that. But, you know, you always see how the people that grew up on these artists, how they react when they pass. And then it's like immediately clear how big and impactful of an artist they were. So. All right. That was our rest in peace DMX statement. Now you can get on to your guys, Chance, Sonder. The new great Sonder times uh, Georgia Smith. Dropped a track this week, uh, Nobody But You. You were calling it great? It was great? No, I was just, I was calling Sonder great. Oh. I wasn't calling the track great. Who we'll is Sonder? So what what is a Sonder? Is that Brent Fayez or is it not Brent Fayez? Yeah, so. Because I see Sonder and I'm like, isn't that one of his albums? Saw a lot of confusion, but Sonder is essentially Brent Fayez, but technically it's a. So um, Brent and, and Georgia dropped a song. It's no, it's like a collaboration, like because he what? has his producers. A two is A two and D Pat, and those are like the producers that D-Pak worked on Chopra? that worked on um into which is uh like a seven song a song project they dropped in like 2016, 2017. Um, but yeah, it's it's a little confusing, but essentially Brent Fias, but it's different. So anyway, it's not essentially Brent Fias if there's two more niggas. It's a group. Yeah, but they don't sing. It's like my G Jordan. Like, it's like the producer, but only one nigga sings. You feel me? So what you're saying is Vance doesn't matter. Niggas like Vance don't matter. I'm that's dead. not what essentially. I'm essentially, that's what you're saying. Yeah, he said. Stop gaslighting. <laughs> Stop gaslighting. Anyway, um, what do we think of the track, fellas? What do you think of the track? Nah, I'm, I defer it to you you're first. Biggest, you're we're gonna come Brent back to fan. me. You're the biggest Brent fan. You're gonna come back to me. I always go first on reviews. Nobody wants to hear I'm, my I'm opinions on a Brent Fires and Georgia Smith record. I'm deferring. If you don't, I, I don't like it. Um, it, it is my least favorite form of Georgia, and it's my least favorite form of uh, Brent X Sonder. Um, I've said this a million times. I hate when they just rely on their voice, and it's like voice and sad ass guitar, and it's like. I'm going to go for four minutes, and that's what they did, <laughs> and they both collabed on it, and they both gave me their worst version of themselves, and I didn't really care. I did like the um, Sonder mix a whole lot more than this uh, collaboration, which sucks, because I like both of these artists. He dropped a mix on YouTube? Yeah, it was like a 16-minute mix, and all of those tracks were fire. So I'm assuming the Sonder project is coming soon. I guess if Vance don't want to say nothing, I guess I, I'll go next. Um... I mean, you're the I'm biggest go, fan. I'm just interested. I didn't really. I only played it once. I don't. I'm not have gonna go to the extreme it. of. Uh, I'm not gonna go to the extreme of Taj Money and say I didn't like it. I like the track, but how's that an extreme? There was. <laughs> That's there, was a, there was a lot to be desired. I mean, maybe I'm falling victim to it. Maybe as a fan, maybe the blinders are, are starting to come off a little bit. Maybe I'm gaining my sight, but I do need some drums or just a different vibe. Maybe. Maybe a different producer might work, but I am kind of sick of just the singing over like the guitar, no drums. Do you think, do you and think it's like too many yes men about some ambiguous like love thing. Like I do want some some drums, bro. Like I do want a, a more upbeat song. So how are you not going and to I, extreme I really think if you have the Georgia, exact same take as me? I really think that's Georgia Forte. That's not the, the, I mean, we, we just have, said the exact same thing. Yeah, but I like say. the song because I, I still like the song. <laughs> he said but he wasn't going to take it to an extreme. And I then still, listed the exact same things I listed. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, you went to the extreme of saying I did not like it at all. I still like the song, but. You said you're tired of it. I don't it, love it. Hey, listen, listen. You said you're tired of it. And as an artist, I dropped the song on Friday and you're tired of it. That means you don't like the song. 
All right, I don't love the song. I like the song. Like, I gave it a few listens. It's not terrible, but it's not anything. Like, I didn't listen and was like, damn. Like, when you hear Georgia times Brent, at least for me, for the first time, you know, I have lofty expectations. But... That's what I'm saying. I was, I was, I was sadly disappointed. It's just I can't, I can't do the sleepers no more, bro. Like we've done album after album, album. My sleepers. thing is, my I need thing is, something we, else. We need, we need to get back to competition. Like the way Giveon and Brent are dropping these mid records, it makes it seem like they're not even trying to come for the top spot. Like I need Brent to drop something where it's like, oh, you're undeniably the king of R&B right now. Or Giveon to drop something where it's like, oh, you're undeniably the king of R&B. Even if they made it like a public little thing. But, you know, nowadays everybody's too cool. I got my blinders on. I'm not worried about what other niggas are doing. Like, all this. Like, I, I mean, I just feel like Jack Cleese was com- the king of R&B. Remember that? Relax, Remember relax, that? relax, relax. <laughs> I just feel like everybody's way too caught up in their own sound. And they're comfortable because it's working for them individually. But, like, imagine you had that competitive aspect back to where, like, imagine Giveon heard this Brent song and was like, oh, like, I'm about to smoke this nigga. Like, he just dropped some mid. Now it's my time to drop some fi. That's probably not going to happen because there's no more emotion in this shit anymore. It's exactly what Taj was saying. Like, I don't want to hear you over a sad guitar anymore. I've heard this this song 20 times. I can That's listen to the saying. whole Sonder tape. It's a little disrespectful. <laughs> How do you name the song out with the tape Sonder? I mean, that is Sonder Sonder. If you ever heard the, but even even it's going so, back to Intuito, there sound. are drums like. I don't know. It's just that's I think you I just like. need drums. I think that's really like. <laughs> that's why I always like. I preferred the Sonder projects over the Brent projects because the Sonder projects had more like instrumentations. Like this one was like nothing. I was like, all right, bro. I don't know what this is. Like, why even have these, like, two producers associated with you it should, that's you got one saying. instrument playing the whole song? It's, it looked like Brent. <laughs> Brent featuring Georgia. Like, when I go, when I, when I look at Fuck the World, right, when I look at probably, like, two of my favorite tracks off this whole, off this whole jump, Been Away and Bluffing, I mean, and uh, Lost Kids Get Money, they both have, like, two things in common. They, they both just got, they got drums. Like, it's just a little bit more flavor, a little bit more... Dynamic, dynamic. I think that's the word I'm gonna use. You heard me. A little bit more dynamic. You heard me. Why did you, um, use it? you just used it like six times. <laughs> Nigga discovered a word and got excited. <laughs> relax. relax. I just like to emphasize my adjectives. You hear me? Adjectives Please are very stop. important. Please. But um, yeah. When I think about just tracks like that, I just wish she would do more of that. And I, I, I think this is just a single, so I'm not making any any. Swift or what's it called? Sweeping judgments, uh, right now, but a lot to be desired. So you think we get a project soon? Definitely. I mean, they haven't dropped in. Damn, they dropped senior year of high school, so that's twenty eighteen. I don't saying like four years. Low key, we kind of took the pressure off Brent because he said Who? he was dropping another tape last year. I mean, bro, he gave us a good tape, and like, I mean, I know. I'm just saying, other artists, we probably would have killed a little more but brent moves so well that you can't kill him for how he moves so if you don't want to drop the album okay you're probably working on some flyer shit right now i think he at the cusp right it's like his stock is either about to go to the moon or it's about to stay he's about to plateau um yeah no more sleepers though we need i I don't know if i'm gonna ask you this van specifically just is it is it a different producer thing maybe should he like explore niggas outside the camp to give him something um, to challenge him or 
what is it? How do you how do you challenge an artist to just do to just go a little bit out of their comfort zone? Just do something a little bit more different. So, or just so the first experiment. The first, I guess, kind of disclaimer that might just be able to wash away this whole our our entire beef with this song is that um, a lot of new music isn't new music. Probably fifteen percent of new music is recorded within the last 60 days or 30 days that it came out you know um i wouldn't be surprised if this song was two years old and they just gave it to georgia because it had an open verse and georgia sang on it and then they gave it back and then they drop it as a new record so that definitely could be that's usually the culprit in situations where you're like oh this sounds like everything else they have i needed something new it's usually probably a song from that era or a demo from that era um Otherwise, I think it's a yes men issue. Like I think, like I think we talked about it a couple of weeks on the podcast that whole joke of niggas playing their trash ass music in the studio super loud and like all the A and Rs kind of have to bump their head because it's just too loud to not like the song. Like you, at that point, you don't even know if you really like the song. It's just it's knocking. So you're gonna you're gonna bop your head to it and say it's fine. This definitely could have been one of those. Um, I don't know if they was maxing this bitch. Talking about yeah, <laughs> you be ain't surprised. no drums on it, so it's just a loud ass guitar. It give me a headache. All right, we do. I, I, this song isn't good enough to keep talking about this song. <laughs> We've got a song that's about to be a single that's about to be uh, number one in the world, which I did not expect uh, from Polo G, rap star. You guys heard it? Of course. What's your no. What's your take of Polo G, rap star Vance? What, what do you have against Polo G? Vance has a Polo G beef that I want him to finally say out loud. Didn't I say I like the goat? Uh no, you said he's a little Dirk um clone. That was your last words on Polo G that okay. I remember. High key, and I'll admit it because I have a lot of humility. Only today though, after a glorious day, that was probably one of my that was probably my worst take on this entire podcast. <laughs> Not even worst take, just my most uneducated, like most ignorant take. Like if somebody was looking at this podcast for validity, like that needs to be the last thing they hear. Um, I was just unfamiliar with Polo G's sound. I only heard like that tiktok song and i heard the way he was rapping so i thought he was trying to be aggressive and dirk style like on every song but i realized that he has more melodies and more melodic stuff so i apologize polo g i didn't listen to your song but i like polo g i appreciate his rawness his authenticity you hear me his ability to just really what is he authentic to huh just his sound his story you believe his raps i do believe it he comes. It's I. I could feel the pain. As corny as that sounds, very corny, very corny. But you know what I mean. Like he definitely, he definitely conveys a lot of emotion in his music, which is something I could definitely get down He's with. Better Especially than all in the, the other ones. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like these days, a nigga just get on a track and sound like a fucking zombie, and then you just hear that like same sound like 50 million times over, and you're like, all right, this nigga sucks. But I don't get that with Polo G. Um. This song, nice single. I'm, you know, I'm not really the best at, at breaking down singles, so I don't know what you want me to say. But I mean, I enjoyed it. It was just a single. Um, as a, as a um, surprise is going number one though. As a noted Polo G fan since his first project, I think I've championed both his projects. Um, in my review, last review for Polo G, I called him Derrick Rose, and that Derrick Rose had that first rookie season. You saw the Thanks. promise. Damn, that's in that a good second comparison. season. 
Then that second season, he was like, all right, you could kind of see where it was going. In the third season, was MVP, and I projected that his like third album was going to be that MVP album because I really think Polo G is that nice. But Rap Star, I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of scared. It's like it's like I it's saw D-Rose with a nasty landing on a dunk. Because if you listen to Polo G, what makes Polo G so different from like all these other like trap niggas is the fact that like he really gets into like the emotion bag, but he doesn't do it in like a corny way. So he was talking on his first project. He was talking about like anxiety and like PTSD of the streets, but he wasn't doing it in a way that was like corny as fuck, to where it was like almost preachy. But now it's like he's starting to lean into it more and more. Like he knows that's what's making him special, and he's starting to lean into it a little too much. And I'm starting to get scared that it's going to become corny. So that's how I'm feeling. It was a good single, but I'm hoping that he kind of leans out a little bit, so that way it doesn't become like this Joyner Lucas type corny talking about serious issues type thing damn you really read a lot into this single i was about I mean, to say taj that's his guy no, he's a polo G what the stand. hell he i'm looking at rap star i dive deep into reviews <laughs> i'm just thinking like this just seems said, like the start the of a rollout to me <laughs> like Thank especially you, based off that little <laughs> that's what singles are <laughs> that little narrative that's what i'm saying but the third album is we coming very soon. So obvious take of the week. <laughs> the I think week, I don't know, guys. I think something's coming. <laughs> the other week was I think this rollout might be good for Lil Nas X. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm a Kelly, that's why. But um, no, I was saying like I didn't read I didn't read that deep into the single. I thought it was just some like. I don't judge. It's hard to like even critique a single to me. Like I don't even waste my time. That's Why? that's the point I'm making. If you if you were to take singles as to what they actually are, singles are a good like tell as to what the album may or may not be. It is rare. You can't, you can't, think so. you can't just write because we got like rare. we got like DNA as a single, and then we got damn. We got humble as a single. I mean humble, humble, humble. Okay, did that not tell yeah. you a lot about damn? It told me a lot about damn. It's a Baby Keem album. Humble's a Baby Keem song. Singles tell you a lot about the album. We knew a way, right? We, when we listened to After Hours on the pod, we were like, okay, After Hours, the album is about to be nice. We knew that. And oh, we, we didn't. Was be 80s. Niggas yes, was we scared did. after was hearing them 80s. singles. We were scared. No, we, were not. Not we, listened to, we have After Hours, what was us the live reaction. After Hours, blinding, after hours was... blinding Lights, and Heartless. We were like, okay. No, Heartless, Heartless sounded blind. crazy. We went crazy when we heard Heartless. I did like Heartless, but Blinding Lights, I was like, what the fuck is this? No, we just knew we were going to get 80s. And that's we what knew what we was got. about to happen. That's, that's what I'm saying. Singles give you a good foreshadowing of what's to come. And I think um, if we're to base Rap Star as a foreshadowing, I don't know. I think Polo G might be leaning a little bit too much into that's that. That's a very interesting like. point to concede. You know, the single might not always be what you want from the album, but it really is likely... A representation of the album, unfortunately. Because you said you don't fuck with singles like that, right? I hate singles. I think they spoil the album like a trailer. I don't know if you guys like movie trailers. If you like yeah, watch enough movies, like then yeah. you can kind of tell what the movie's going to do from the trailer. Like I knew the, I knew the, exactly how King Kong versus Godzilla was going to happen <laughs> based off the trailer. When I saw the scene where Godzilla was screaming in Kong's face, I was like, oh, Godzilla about to beat this nigga ass. Like, <laughs> I already know what's about to happen. And that's exactly I what happened. <laughs> I, I never listen to singles unless I'm following an artist like extremely closely. Like if it, it got to be one of the artists that's like constantly like that I'm standing at the moment for me to like really listen to one of their singles. Because you outside the of that a week before the album, and I'll just wait for the album. I don't know what I'm saying like I'm not about to listen to a single, bro. Like I'm not about to scour the fucking Apple Music charts to try to find all the singles that dropped this week, so I could be severely disappointed at most of them. 
No thanks. Any more new music this week that dropped? Um, let Miguel me dropped oh. Art Cheeks 4 or something Man, like that. Man, I was mid. How, how do, do we really... Yeah, it was some like island vibes, but it, it was it was some mid. It was some shit he's done before. It sounded like some leftovers. Why has from, he uh, made any music since Kaleidoscope Dream? That's what I'm saying. It sounded like it sounded like no. It don't sound like leftovers, man. It sounded like leftovers from War and Leisure. I liked War and Leisure, but I didn't like J Cole rapping BLM bars on a song about sex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember J Cole's verse, so I can't defend him. It was the song was called Banana Clips, and it was like this play on words. No, it was come through and like, chill. Oh, that was what it was with called? J. Cole? No, exactly. The one with exactly. J. Cole? Yes. Come through and chill. That was a good song, though. But I then mean, why are you rapping BLM? He did blow it Trayvon for like Martin. a few bars on that verse. Like, we're killing it each other in the streets. Bodies on the ground. Come on, bro. It wasn't a bad verse, though. <laughs> I'm trying to tell Shorty to come through and chill. I'm not trying to. I just know Vance exaggerating. I ain't going to lie. That is, that is kind of blowing the mood. Like, you and Shorty trying to chill. And then, like, this nigga going off. Like, Trayvon, <laughs> Freddie Gray, Gardner. They put you in the ground now. He now was not listening to this. This nigga Vance a menace. <laughs> oh, man. No. I mean, not much there. It just sounded like some leftovers. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to Boys Across the Pond. Dave, Santan Dave, dropped a two-pack um, surprise out of nowhere. And he doesn't really drop music too often, so it'd be like if Cardi dropped a surprise two-pack. Um, one of the songs was very, very, very good, Titanium. I don't really have much to say about the other song. It was whatever. It was like five minutes long. Have you ever heard a song that's like five minutes and it's the same exact beat the entire five minutes? And you're almost in amazement, like how it was, was like- this song made? Like all of the, music from 2000 to like 2012, <laughs> like they didn't change the beat at all in the song. It's like it's not a bad beat, but now it sucks after four minutes. Like I'm not trying to hear this beat four minutes. Soon. I heard the hook three times now. Come on, like come Let's on, on. The, the exact same hook, no variation. Like you have music production software. I use it. I see it. It's not that hard to reverse the melody. You can do it. You can do it. But the first record, Titanium, is a is a hit. I'm definitely about to play that for my unheard actually but go ahead um, play it right now yeah fuck it unheard titanium by dave 22 with a 2.2 just came back from a long hiatus she came that came from the clip no shit i don't need vibrators you get hit with a stick black panther you're gonna need vibranium i got stainless steel i got platinum i got gold and i got titanium i got gold and i got titanium i got white gold and it came in proper Go find you a burner and offer How you got gold and you ain't got copper Dosser Tyson Fury in a party I make shoulders fling Clitch go in the ring Cause you just got a box and a gypsy king Jeez Same old story You can get soaked or soaked in glory I got a house in the sticks It's awkward I know that my neighbours are voting Tory Surely Fredo's my brother We're locked in for life I told bro to drop me some game My American things They're too impolite Right Everybody made them a mill, let's play a game, but who still got one? I'm on row and roll in my ninja, knock down ginger, let's see who spots one. Are we gonna admit that um Doja Cat is the best hit maker in all of music right now? All of music is very, very interesting, but I, I definitely did want to mention at some point on here I, I retracted my cancellation. Like I love Doja Cat. Yeah, like, she makes I can't hits. Cat. It's like, like it's like her music is so good. <laughs> she is fire, but it's like she had the controversy. Her stock dipped for a second, and then it was the short squeeze. This bitch is nah, up. That shit, that shit this flew. shit is <laughs> up, my nigga. That shit flew. <laughs> it flew. God it flew. damn. 
I'm like a little sprinkle of racism. All it takes is a little sprinkle of racism what was to that activate the. <laughs> what, the what, was the one dude? what was the one dude in the thing? The Wesley. All it takes is a little bit of Wesley in All the chat room. It takes a little bit of racism. <laughs> did she activate. drop a single though? What song did she drop? Um, she dropped a know. single with SZA. Wait, what? What the hell? Yeah, it's it's a crazy single. Wait, can I we did listen not to listen that to this. Back? It's called "Kiss Me More." I'm just I'm just gonna pl- let, let the hook play for y'all. Y'all can just um okay, then okay. like judge if my claim of Doja Cat being the best hit maker of all the music is like fact or not. Where's the fucking hook? I don't want to hear your verse. Wow. This isn't even a hook. She's just setting up. <laughs> Nigga, it was said, wow, I had a crystal. Nigga, know where it's going. Here we go. Oh, yeah, this is definitely <laughs> some shit. I'm in <laughs> Zara. I'm getting my jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying this shit on in the Zara here. <laughs> I'm in Aldo, man. You're shopping stop. for denim jackets. <laughs> Let me stop. If you ever catch me in Aldo, Nigga said, I'm in Aldo. I lose. <laughs> That's the like it was the biggest flex. <laughs> like y'all niggas can't get in here. Aldo, I'm an Aldo. VIP <laughs> Aldo. Y'all niggas don't have the membership card. This is definitely like the Bloomingdale joint though. Like you on the second floor, you in a polo section. Wait, so and I, this shit come on. This is a this is a kill too, Hantaj. Yeah, of course. Yo, I need that in my life. Yeah, let me add this song. The song, but damn, it, it's like I mean her verse, Doja Cat's actual verse was pretty like. I don't know. I don't like any of Doja Cat's verses, but like I gotta have to give credit what credit's due. Her hooks are like crazy, and the melodies. Have you heard her just whole aesthetic? Is, is nuts. Have you heard the song? Like, you, you gotta hear her song "Rules." The whole image they got her right. I think yeah, she got herself right. No, she did get herself right because for a long time I did not think she was gonna grow bigger than that Moo song. I just thought that anything else she dropped. I, don't know, I did Moo, think that was a meme. I thought, I, was like, she was, no I thought she was going to get I was like, no way this girl about to like, go to exactly. the moon. No <laughs> I should have bought my stock then. She might have one of the best stories. Probably better than Yachty, low-key. Actually, I can't believe she just Yachty. she just activated the little race. Nah, man. She, she wasn't racist. Um, I mean, looking back, do you think the controversy played a part, whether positive or negative, or do you think it was just irrelevant? I'm not sure. I think it just made her stands like go harder. That's what I'm saying. I don't think niggas really. So the Trump effect. <laughs> it was, it like, was yeah, very yeah, weird. We're not a, y'all not about to take this away from us. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I think that was it. It was like when her fans realized like that she can't get canceled if we mobilize. And then she didn't get canceled. So you guys, you guys agree now that of my statement, Doja Cat's the best hit maker in all the music. She's uh, definitely up there. I don't know if I'm gonna call her the best. As an who who else is right now is competing as an, with her? As an artist, I as will a hit say, maker. Yeah, just hit. As an artist, I feel like there's definitely other artists that have the potential. Like her hits are hits, but they they sound the same. I'm trying to think of another artist that could make more versatile hits, but Rihanna is out the game. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. All the goats are chilling. <laughs> I give you that. She's top. She's top three. Yeah, she's probably. I can't think of Ariana. I I had to really think about it. But Ariana, she could be number one. one. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna declare that without actually thinking about it. I mean, there's Ariana's up there for sure. Uh, you can't deny Cardi B. Yeah. 
Cardi 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 no Cardi Cardi B is a woman at the moment. Cardi B is the one. Anything Cardi B hops on is a hit. Like bro, that Bruno Mars record finesse that shit was a hit when she hopped on it. (laughs) She and and that song sucks. That's my point. That's my point. Cardi been going hard since her since she heard a single. My nigga, she like like her stock, her opening her IPO. (laughs) Her IPO was nuts, (laughs) and the stock never dipped. (laughs) <laughs> like nah, her stock the, um, is actually goaded if you bought if you bought in i was talking about that the other day Taj. you were talking about the um female like the prominence of females in, in our hit making conversation i was just talking about how big of a hit bodak yellow was like because i saw a clip floating around twitter about her recording it was like her rapping the lyrics in the studio hearing it for the first time as the engineer played over the big speakers and everybody was saying like she knew this shit was a hit as soon as she recorded and i was just thinking I really don't know if Meg or any of them like have a hit bigger than Bodak Yellow, you know? Like Savage, maybe. Did that shit go like Diamond? Yeah, shit. It's literally the biggest single for a woman in history of women oh, rap. Yeah. Is it? Oh, is that like a recent accomplishment? I didn't mean, yeah. This it. was like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah, oh, women are definitely carrying carrying a rap game right now. The hit making head game. and foot, head and foot, and Griselda. Okay. Women <laughs> when is when is Griselda made a hit? <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking about his. I'm just talking about like the game. Uh, speaking yeah. of Griselda, uh, Conway dropped a single. He also has an album coming, but he dropped a single. It was pretty hard. I mean, you know what Conway does. You know who Conway is at this point. But a nigga who don't listen to a lot of singles, you sure listen to every single. I I mean I don't like listening we to do singles, but I have to do it for the podcast. <laughs> this so. is true. You should sing. The, you should send the singles when you discover them. Man. Can we get all done? With, I mean, I didn't listen to the Conway. I'm sorry. Me neither. I mean, let's kill that Peter I was, Rosenberg, please. That's what I was intrigued by this week. That is my favorite story this week. Bro found Taj, a Griselda. Please give us a background. Taj, please break it down. For those who don't know, Peter Rosenberg, I think he's um, one of the radio hosts on Hot 97. Prominent media member. He has an ESPN radio show about like wrestling or some shit. Um, he's also like one of the guys who champions Kendrick Lamar. He's the greatest rapper of all time. Just to let you know what type of hip-hop head he is. Um, he's, he's that type of guy. Um, but apparently, I think he has an album coming out where he's like ghost producing a coke rap album. He has two singles out. One with oh, Stove, <laughs> one with Stove Guy Cooks, and the other with um, West Side Gun. And the thing about that's, I'm I'm pretty pissed. One of them is called Marcus Smart. One of them is called Marcus Smart in reference Marcus to um. Smart. In reference to a gun with a thirty six or whatever, it's like a play oh, on words. No, no, and a, no. And, a, and, a, and that's the one with um stove guy cooks, and the this one is with nasty. the one with West Side Gun is called Stain. And if you just hear the beat, I'm just gonna play the beat for the first ten seconds. It's legit a Griselda type beat. Like I'm hundred percent convinced he got a search Griselda type yeah, beat. I was about YouTube. to say tutorial. You think he searched the tutorial on Logic Pro and then opened yes. up the software instead of No, he didn't even recreate it himself. He just found this beat on YouTube. <laughs> like this is <laughs> we've heard this beat with Griselda a million five times. Nigga found Griselda type beat. He like changed the distortion a little bit, added yeah. one hi hat. Like if I if a nigga told me Taj make a Griselda beat from scratch and I've never made a beat in my life, that's what I would come up with. Oh my god! Can you please run that back? Please run that back. Please oh run we. That back. Son, that's the funniest shit I've heard all week. Oh my goodness. 
But Westside, Westside delivered. Westside did. I mean, Griselda, they do what they do. Like, they're good. They're going to always be good. But it's, Will you it's, be it's, getting, it's getting nasty. On a scale for no, it's getting nasty. <laughs> on a scale from one to ten, how mad will you be if this album is better than any of the last Benny projects? <laughs> I might have to just like look at my whole identity in the mirror and just question who I am for my own sanity. If Peter Rosenberg drops a better album than Benny the Butcher, I'm deleting every Benny tweet from that I've ever posted, like dating back <laughs> like years. I don't care <laughs> if Rosenberg delivers a better album than Benny, which. If we're just going by like strictly like <sighs> logic, it seems like it's setting up to happen. <laughs> it's possible. It's very possible. If he gets no, like, y'all Freddie gonna Gibbs, stop disrespecting this fucking Benny album like it was bad. It wasn't bad, but if he gets good, fe- if he loads this with features, which it appears he is, like that's my thing. And this is like I've, I've talked to you guys maybe about a producer album, but the whole. I feel like I'm not about thing, to disrespect Harry Fraud like this. It's not the best. The best thing I think you could do as a producer with an album would be get collabs that would never ever happen normally because of artists like masculinity in like their fucking. I'm keeping my guards up. I'm not working with niggas. Like if Peter Rosenberg somehow manages to get like Freddie Gibbs, like Benny the Butcher, like Boldy, like Alchemist. All on one record, then I might have to just take back my hate. It won't mean I like Peter Rosenberg, but we'll be at zero. We'll be at net zero. <laughs> um, and I, at that point, I won't have anything to really say. I'm gonna just look at Benny a little different. But yeah, this is this is tomfoolery. This is hilarious. Peter Rosenberg Coke album. Come like on. you said tomfoolery. <laughs> Has he ever seen a brick in his life? <laughs> That's the nastiest part to me. The fact that niggas are like, yeah, I'll get on your Coke album. I'll rap about Coke for you, Peter Rosenberg. Stain. <laughs> it's just disgusting. Uh, we've got another, I, I don't know if it's a producer album, but it's Alchemist, Earl, Boldy, Navy Blue, Maxo, and Pink Saifu. I don't know who Pink Saifu is. but Maxo I'm Cream? If, I don't know if it's Maxo Cream. I don't think it's Maxo Cream. It's just Maxo. Um, but I am big a big fan of Earl, big fan of Boldy, and big fan of Navy Blue. So for me, this is like the Avengers, like all coming together. Everybody's got their like Alchemist pack, and now finally Earl gets on with the Alchemist pack. I think, man, this would be a great time for like one of those like memory moments where we go back in time and look at it in black and white to see if it really happened. Didn't you say that you were waiting specifically on Earl to get his Alchemist pack? I've been waiting since Boldy dropped because Earl fucking teased us. Well, teased me. It was like Boldy was there, and Earl is like. The only nigga, Earl and Bodie have been doing tracks since like 2013, according to SoundCloud. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, Earl's definitely going to be featured on this shit. And Earl is there, but he's just talking like as like a outro, like motivational speaker. And I'm like, nigga, if you don't record a verse, like, <laughs> what are you Damn. doing? <laughs> yeah, like what? He got in the booth just to record a speech instead of a whole verse over an Alchemist beat. <laughs> and then Earl and Alchemist, they're like noted, like friends, like, like close friends. So I'm like, okay. Alchemist is giving everybody these projects. Like, where's the Earl project? I'm waiting. Because they have... I think they put out on, like, two singles, and they've both been, like, 10 out of 10, if you ask me. And one more question. Um, was it just Mavi, or were you saying Navy Blue is also somebody under Earl's kind of... Navy Blue right is... Now? Yeah, Navy Blue and Earl are, like, fingers crossed. You can't see me doing the fingers crossed, but they're, like, they're very tight. Uh, when I saw Earl perform, I think... Just had to be... Yeah, like, two years ago. Navy Blue was one of the openers, so... That's when I got on the Navy Blue. Yeah, Navy Blue's fire. He's like, 
he's like a not a arm. I guess an arm of Earl. If you listen to Earl, Earl's like he has like multiple lanes, and one of the lanes is like the political, like pro black. Uh, Navy Blue is basically all political pro black, pro black. So that's pretty much Navy Blue's lane. I'm gonna check him out. Chance is not at all interested in this project. Chance, are you slime? <laughs> are you slat? Do you speak the slime language? I ain't gonna lie, I did not like slime language. Is my least favorite Young Thug project. Far. So you are not by far. Okay, well, let's relax a little bit. I'm not anticipating this project. Nah, I mean, I'll listen, but I didn't really like the first slime language. You're not anticipating slime language too. You're not. I ain't like the first one that much. I mean, I'm not not hype. I'm not hype. Gunna was like, we didn't know. I'm not hype. We didn't know Lil Key. We didn't know Got It. Like, if we go back and listen today, you would probably like some of those songs. That's true, but I'm Lil Key'd already played out for me. Stop it. GBH. How has he played out? He hasn't even hit a peak. I think he has. I think we know who he is at this point. That's just me, though. I don't think that's fair. Call it a hot take. Before one of the niggas would have said that about Gunna. Exactly. We'll see. We'll see what they had to offer, but based on the last, I mean, fair point. We didn't know who Gunner, we didn't know who the key was. It was Young Thug and a bunch of random niggas. That's what it was. And a little first. and a little sprinkle of Gunner. But here, let's just see. Um, I actually don't know most of the niggas on YSL label, so I'm looking at this album art. One of the homies is actually made his debut. He's making his YSL debut, Young Ko. Um. For them, he's featured, I think, on, like, left side of the cover art. He's kind of, like, their youth um, youth artist out of YSL. He's from the DMV. I think he's, like, 17 years old. But um, he was on the Get Fucked Up record, the last single that they dropped for Slime, Lang- Slime Language with uh, Yak Gotti. Um, so, yeah, you got Young KO. I did notice something that was very interesting. I noticed Lil God, it wasn't on the cover. Um which was just questionable for me because for YSL, I mean, a lot of people probably know if you follow Thug, like, God, it's always in the studio with Gunna and Keed. You always see them together as a pack. I think Keed and God it are actually related. They might be brothers or cousins. So to not see God it on the cover, it could have just been some scheduling issue, but it definitely was a little suspect to me. I don't know if it was a scheduling. I saw like several faces on that cover that looked poorly photoshopped on. So <laughs> I feel like they could have definitely photoshopped his head with several others as they did. I ain't gonna lie, some of these niggas is just like <laughs> it's like the clearest <laughs> Photoshop. Wait, I gotta look back. <laughs> I was like, bro, come on. Oh my! <laughs> I, know, I, I know y'all can afford better. Look at Photoshop. the nigga in the purple shirt in the bag, right, bro? Come on, my guy. I could have did this shit. <laughs> And look, bro, the slime, that's all I was just about to say. The slime language too, bro. Like, come on, my nigga. Y'all can like, y'all can nigga, splatter the shit on the floor and do it like a nigga like no, drew the slime cover, language the through the slime or something. This shit is awful. They don't have the best graphics team. I, I realized mm-hmm. that when um Three-Headed Snake video dropped. They need an intern, bro. I know, <laughs> I know many, many niggas who will come do this shit for free and they will do a much better job. Wait, there's so many photoshops. Wait. <laughs> look at the fucking dog. Look, look at the... <laughs> Look at yeah. the chain holding the dog, bro. Look at this shit. It's a lot of Photoshop errors. <laughs> it disappears in, this one, in, in the this pillow. <laughs> I'm dead. No, look at the nigga. Look. Back left. Nigga in the black next to the nigga in the pink shirt. Next to yeah, the nigga in the pink was, shirt. That was That's the most wheezy. obvious That's one. That's wheezy. That's wheezy. <laughs> now look at the nigga uh, above low key to the right. Purple shirt. Look like um one of the niggas <laughs> off. Remember that? Uh, remember that? Uh, what that movie? That um Jordan Peele movie? Us? 
Look like uh, one of them niggas looks off like there. One of the upside down. So. He looked like one of them <laughs> niggas. Right. Wait, I didn't have Stranger Things, regardless. But um, oh. I'm, excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for new. Likewise, it's, it's anytime Young Thug has new music, I'm excited. I don't, I could care less about the rest of the roster to be honest. But. Chance, did you see that snippet? The, like I'm gonna say something. I mean, I'm about, to, I'm about to have a hot take that maybe I might regret in the future, but I'm just think gonna about say it, think it right think here about, now. No, no, no. Think about it for ten seconds, please. No, go ahead, say it. I don't want. I don't want to start no controversy. Think advance, advance. Is this content? No, 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 no. Now that I thought about it, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna start no controversy. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. No, say it. I'm about to say a wild young thug take, but now that I think about it, I have to take it back. Well, say it. I was like, young thug got a lot of mid projects, but I'm gonna take it back. No, 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 no. That's totally fair. That's not fair at all. I'm gonna take it back because then I thought about it. I was like, "All right, beautiful Thugger Girls is a good project." Classic. I was project. like, uh, "Slime Season, the whole Every Slime Season, season series is is, is, no. is is great." Two and three, but but three is my favorite, just because three is the most concise and the, and the most thing. But um, then you also have Thug dropped a Barter Six. Which one is mid? What is mid? I ain't gonna lie. Besides, I'm I was I was listening back to the other uh, one he just dropped. Uh, so much fun. So much fun was good. There's a lot. There's some mid. That's but there's I a lot of there's with, a I, lot of mid on there. So much fun the didn't I age that well. But it, it didn't age well. That's out. what I'm saying. I agree with Chance in the sense that Thug is very. I mean, up until he's been way more consistent as of late. But for the, about the first six years, you know, as he was kind of working around the league, finding his way, trying to get his max deal, he was hit. He was a Devontae Adams. He was he a was late bloomer. He was hit, he was hit or miss. Exactly. He was a late bloomer. What, what are we talking about? That's not Taj. true. He wasn't a late Taj bloomer, is, but it was definitely oh, no. hit or miss. Twenty fifteen to present. No, 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 no. I would present, say now is more miss. I would say he was great until he was great during the rich homie era, right? He was great through bar to six. I think he had a slump in between. What was in between slime season three and bar to six? Was that I'm Je- up? Uh, Jeffrey and I'm up. Yeah, Jeffrey and I'm up like That's what I'm saying. Those are Jeffrey is very good. Jeffrey is better than I'm up, it's but it's not on the level. It's not on the level of beautiful Thugger Girls. They didn't it's not age on the level that well. of even so much fun or even the EP that he dropped. It's not on the level of that. That's a good EP. Like, I'll give you I'm up. That's the only mid that I will give you. Is I'm up. There's mid on the projects. I'm not gonna call the full projects mid. I think they're whatever. But I don't I still I don't know. I still think Thug has yet to drop a great, great, great project. That is true. Beautiful Thugger Three Girls. Three greats. Oh, no, that's mm. true. Beautiful Thugger Girls is probably two and a half greats. But I really don't know which more I could want because Beautiful Thugger Girls mm. was so beautifully I unexpected. That and Barter, Barter no pun intended. But we are due for a break. We do for a break right here. Didn't you already play your On Her Artist, your second one? Did you play mm. yours yet? No, I didn't no. play one. Oh, I'm high. Yeah, you it's been, been a long section. Alright, um this isn't even unheard artist. I'm playing I'm playing a track off um Slime Language, the one that dropped in twenty eighteen. STS. <laughs> Chasing the check, turn the bank into a nest. Cuban link around my neck, taking a bird bath. Cardiac bracelet, got pointers in an automatic match. 
And if they talking about my gang, they speaking all cash. New bed, paper tag. I can see they envy and mad. I done fucked around and got in my bag. I done stayed down and got me a bag. No calculator, still doing math. Got to add up and tear me a tag. Rockstar showing up with them bands. I just jumped up a jet to a sprinter. I got Brazilians making me dinner. Took a loss and it made me a winner. Wearing my clear, it ain't even winner. Had the wind, got the clouds in the ceiling. Had that money, I subtract the feeling. They say slap when we walk in the building. I can't save it, she gone with the fish. Cops a new gun that switched up my mission. Slime shit, I ran at the bitch. Counted with no intermission. Her best friend and gave me the vision. I mixed the blue sherbet and cookie. Yeah, off the top rope with a groupie. Have a menage when I land on. Today I did Dior and Gucci. Yeah, my off white was looking like Dandra. Three white bitches, I'm a clansman. Kendrick, Chloe, and Kim. Like, if this is a rollout, this is nasty. Cause like he's been doing posts. Like, nah, it's, it's the fact that the nigga left the, that he left Easter eggs. <laughs> like, Easter I'm about eggs. to do it. <laughs> Why did he take the pictures in the exactly. middle of the desert? <laughs> Why did he have see-through luggage so he could see that the money was fake? Usher, Usher bucks. bucks, Usher bucks, man. Chance, if let you me ask you something. How much would you rather have? I would rather have whatever. I would rather have games. anything over the Usher Bucks. <laughs> anything over there. You don't think the Usher Bucks are valid anywhere? No exchange rate. No exchange rate. You don't think rate. they're no valid at like sex stores or something? Maybe That's like. Disgusting. <laughs> I hope this isn't offensive, but I know Akon's like goaded in like certain parts of Africa. I could see like maybe Usher has a tip, like a similar type thing where like maybe an Usher where at though? What city does like random? The music industry is crazy. Like he could have a crazy Guinea population. Let's just try to think of the places where Usher Bucks might be like a valid, accepted form of currency. The strip club? Is that no, that's already, obviously that's already not. out of the equation? Obviously not. They they don't accept Usher Bucks at the strip club. I'm trying to think, like, who accepts Usher Bucks? Didn't he have maybe maybe the clinic? Didn't he get that girl? He had herpes. Didn't he get that girl herpes? They might accept him at the clinic. Like, yeah, I'm going to keep... Like, you got to go. I know I just gave you an SCD, but I'm going to give these Usher Bucks, and they're going to take care of you at the clinic. Insulting. Yeah. You, you know how nasty that is? <laughs> that you got your own currency for STD treatment? No, that's actually the nastiest thing I could think of. <laughs> The I've sent so many clients here that they gave me my own currency. Son, I gotta look this up. I gotta look this up. How old is Usher, fam? Usher's like 50 with a mohawk. No, he's not, bro. I was no about way. to say, the nigga's Usher's 42 with a mohawk. Old, bro. I thought Danny Green was bad. Usher got that nigga <laughs> out of here. Usher's mohawk is the Wait, he still got that mohawk? He been rocking this mohawk since like 2012, bro. Since Confessions, bro. Because I remember when I was trying to figure out what haircut I wanted to get the first time I started growing it out. This is one of the options. <laughs> you did not show your barber a picture of Usher. <laughs> That's so funny, bro. Nigga was 12 years old saying I want to look like a 35 year old Usher. Bro, the Usher Mohawk, he definitely was like, he was definitely like an innovator of that Mohawk Odell shit. No lie. That's fair. When the Love in This Club video dropped, and we can't, and we're we're not going to pretend, we're not going to sit here and pretend like 2013. I never got that jump personally, but we're not going to pretend 2013, 2014 that this was not the go to cut 2012. The Duke starting five? It wasn't the go to, but this was definitely like cool. It was like some cool shit. It wasn't a true. It was a Mohawk, but it wasn't like a typical Mohawk. It was like the wide Mohawk that go like all the way, like the Lamello. Like remember that shit? The Duke starting five. The Duke starting five. We call it a cruddy. Nigga, the Usher. That's what it's called. That's not an Usher. Niggas in Baltimore are not rocking the Usher. (laughs) I guarantee you, they're not showing thirty-five year old Usher. (laughs) Usher is so funny. Regardless, uh, I guess (laughs) this is the normal picture. (laughs) Nigga showed a normal picture (laughs) and called them funny. (laughs) 
I think it would be wrong for us to bring this up and not give Usher the basic helpless or sorry. I don't even know the right adjectives to describe this. It was just a desperate call for promo. Um, so I guess look for Usher's new project out whenever. I'll give him the promo that he so desperately wants and or needs. No, the crazy thing is, bro is really a serial thief. After this happened, there was several <laughs> threads on Twitter about how Usher would just walk into stores, try on a jacket, mm. chop it up with the um, people working there, then just walk out with the jacket on. Wait, 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 <laughs> this wait, nigga wait, is, wait, This nigga is toe <laughs> up, bro. This <laughs> is some, like, Wesley Snipe shit, nigga. That's something. Like, Yo. I don't know if you, you niggas have seen the Anthony Mackie memes, the Anthony Mackie memes. Yeah. But that, <laughs> he definitely gives me those like vibes. Those vibes. They run together. They definitely go. They definitely run together. He does a smirk and Usher just does a laugh <laughs> it's and like, they leave the store. It's just so funny because I'm really thinking about like Usher coming in a store and like really joking you and trying on this expensive ass jacket and like Finesse. really walking out. Like how, how are you feeling that day? Bro, like your manager <laughs> walked in like two thousand dollars worth of merchandise missing, and it's like Usher took it. What's he like, what you, what you, exact number? What do you say? Do you tell you him paid? come back? Like you got to pay for that. What Apparently, you Usher got by? banned from the stores. I mean, that nigga has online shopping. If you if you get paid by commission though, like imagine Usher's about to spend like seven racks on like you made the sale. Nope, Usher just type stole of the whole seven k checkout. <laughs> I'm that type of nigga, but Usher rich. Don't incriminate yourself exactly. anymore on this podcast. Um, Lucky, <laughs> my goat. Two new singles, April sixteenth, and well, did he say both April sixteenth or one on the sixteenth and one on the nineteenth? Sixteenth, seventeenth. Oh yeah, that was it. That yeah, that was a little weird to me, but I'm assuming um, this is dropping at midnight on the whatever day, and I don't know. That's my guess. Maybe a video drops one day, and then the song drops midnight that night. We'll see, but I'm excited. I don't. Taj, the batting average is getting it's getting a little out of hand. <laughs> Lucky's, I, I don't, I wish I knew who like a classic baseball player was. What was, what was the name? I doubt you guys know. Hank but there was Allen. a nigga, there was a nigga for the Mariners who would like had like a oh, insane uh, amount of Ichiro, hits. Ichiro yes, Suzuki. That's Lucky. This nigga <laughs> just consistently <laughs> gets on base. <laughs> that nigga's incredible. His on base percentage <laughs> is a nine thousand. <laughs> Facts. So I'm, expect, I'm expecting bro. nothing different with these two singles. I would like a Lucky Project soon, um, but I'll take the singles for now. I'll take the singles. Um, between that and, I mean, we didn't even mention that we had a live unheard outing to the Lucky pop-up in L.A. Um, for the opening They're of... They're called an unheard outing. It was an unheard outing. It was a press, it was a press, it was a press movement. Um, for the Inflame stu- Studios release, opening store release, and Lucky seemed like he was in rollout mode there, so I'm just happy to see him in artist mode. Like, I saw he posted on his IG and at the pop up and said like, uh, "It's always funny when the hood niggas see me do this and like say that I'm really an artist now." And, you know, like I'm not a hood nigga, but I do feel that. I'm like, you know, go Lucky, like. This nigga's really famous. I saw him signing autographs, signing somebody's vinyl. She just made me happy, you know. You got a lucky vinyl? Yeah, somebody walked in there with a lucky vinyl and said lucky, lucky, lucky. That's weird. And I saw on the the IG that he was signing his vinyl. The kid got his vinyl signed. So I was like, you know, Lucky's in album mode. He's in artist mode. He's in a different place than he was. Two, this is the sweet ago. spot of fandom. It's the, it's the spot where it's like you're one of your favorite artists that you watched um grow. They're like getting big, but they're not so big to where like they're getting stripped from you. 
Like, I give it one more project where Vance and I probably will be getting shitted on by the new Lucky fans saying we weren't there from the beginning. I'm like, bro, you weren't there. And me. And me. <laughs> no, you're you're going to be one of those new fans just trying to I'm shit on me I'm not a new events. fan. I've been a Lucky fan. <laughs> anyway. I've been a Lucky fan for at least two years. You've been a Lucky fan for high. probably six months. I remember, I remember when I was first following Lucky. Lucky was like had this whole scandal for scamming niggas on SoundCloud. Like, you know, like he would charge niggas for a feature, then never send them the feature. Like he was really I think a scammer. I did see that. This was before he was making any music, making money off music. Niggas was just scamming. Then he would rap that about was, scamming. That was that was, <laughs> that was how the bag came in. Lucky X. That was when he was Lucky X back in the day. But yeah, I agree. I think I think this is the sweet spot of fandom. Um, so I think that these next two single songs, that's the thing about Lucky. I'm sorry that my brain is kind of going all over the place, but when Lucky drops singles, he drops an album like next week. Like he never really plays around and he's not going to give you a two pack and then go off forever. I don't lie, bro. It's different though. It, he, glory boy. That's what they call him. That's you don't have I to tell him. us how great Lucky but, is. Yeah, man. man. Shout out to the glory to boy. Lucky a nickname. Shout out to the... <laughs> Nigga said that's what I call him. he calls himself. <laughs> <laughs> I think mean, he calls himself Glory Boy. Shout out to the Glory Boy. That's about to be. I might change my name on uh, PSN to that. Or you disregard that. You can just take that out. I want niggas to know my PSN name. But um, who's the, who's the more negative influence? Um, NBA YoungBoy on the youth or Playboy Cardi on Deadbeat Dads? Playboy Cardi, because YoungBoy is not influencing you. <laughs> YoungBoy is doing one. He's working wonders for the youth, man. You didn't see the video of the eleven. I did see the video, nigga. I was smoking it. cigarettes. <laughs> that shit was funny as fuck. Nigga smoked a whole <laughs> cigarette <laughs> in fifty seconds. <laughs> it's it just the way. It's just a matter of like that's just parenting though. That don't have nothing to do with the kid. He gotta be hey. getting encouraged. Nigga had his own camera. He knew how to upload the video <laughs> and everything. Like he definitely getting set up by his parents to do that type of shit. <laughs> Believe it. Nigga said the kid can't doesn't know how to use a camera. It was you know, really the the little nigga that had the fucking NBA themed birthday party. This nigga's five years old, bro. Really doing all the hand motions. Like now, see when his he, costume was better than mine. Nah, now he listen. had young boy mannerisms like to a T. Nigga, right? that's what like, I was young about boy, to say. It was scary. Young it was boy scary. light, you hear me? Like I believe that I believe him. Like I believe he wanted that birthday party. You know, most people try to kill the parents, but once I saw him doing the mannerisms, I was like, "Oh, the hand movements He's really was about spot it. on." Nah, it was the, the hand wall. movements were spot on. It was Five yeah, it was even, the wall, like, like the way the way the knees not even were like turned toward each other, like the way the knees were bow leg and like pointing inwards. I mean, he's yes, a baby. The so bow leg walk. That's normal, but with the jean jacket, <laughs> the jean jacket, like everything, the whole fit. The G Nikes, the white tee. It was really art. That video is low key art. His his mama gotta be like fucking twenty two though. She probably bad as not younger. She's like having an NBA. So you guys are, you guys are voting that Cardi is the worst influence. Son, I don't like Cardi that, got son, these son. grown ass Wait, men let me dressing get like son. dolls and shit. Cardi got niggas looking up, like Ken like, dolls. Like Cardi fucking got, posing in the fetal position and posting this shit on social Cardi, media. Cardi got shit is toe up. Cardi got niggas in Frozone outfits, tight skin to skin tight outfits, doing a fucking cross the body pose. Niggas look like they're doing the uh, these niggas really look Jordan vulnerable, pose. like they getting bullied. They, they do the Jordan pose. <laughs> the vulnerable. That's the perfect word. They, the they all just pose the vulnerable. The camera angle. Oh, one nigga stuck to a wall. Bro really took a picture. Like stuck to the wall, levitating. I'm like, what are you doing? Get down. <laughs> <laughs> New Prada boots, plus plus sign emoji, um, plus 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 asterisk asterisk asterisk. <laughs> Niggas cosplaying as fucking Playboy Cardi. This is terrible. 
It's close though. That the young boy kid smoking the cigarettes. That shit was like. That shit was different. <laughs> that was different. He was going in, but I just—he <laughs> was blowing it down. It's just like he been smoking them. No That's way he smoke anything, let alone a cigarette, this and just be new. like blowing that bitch down first try. <laughs> like he addicted <laughs> to them jumps. <laughs> you remember? Nah, like, he definitely know what pack to order and everything. But um, we got. To close out the episode, we got a viral tweet. Um, this one comes from Charles X Holmes. He says, quote, one of the worst things that happened to music was the idea that math, science, and crowdsourced lyric breakdowns were the height of understanding musicians. So I'm not surprised people are gushing over an AI making some Kurt Cobain songs. Before we address it with the AI point, let's talk about the first point of like one of the worst He's things. Referencing like music. genius and fucking what else? Oh, well, I, I think I, quite literally the page hip hop by the numbers. Yeah, on Twitter. Go. I don't. I don't know if you're. I don't numbers. know if you're. I don't know if you're familiar, but they'll. He's basically down. saying looking we too deep yeah. into the art is like, isn't good. Isn't as good as we think it is. I mean, because they'll break down hip hop by the numbers. The Twitter niggas is treating it like PFF, like for hip hop. No, let me show you. Hip hop by the numbers. They'll take an album and they'll be like, Freddie Gibbs is a great rapper. Indent. Next paragraph. <laughs> 65.7% of bars on Freddie Gibbs were quote-unquote deemed unique. These unique bars were also determined that another 33.7% of those were bars that we've never seen before in Freddie's well, what's arsenal. what's the negative in that? What's the negative? I don't think nothing wrong with it. Shedding light. They just, they, it, it's just the fact that they try to make that seem like it's the peak of understanding music. Like... Understanding how many times the nigga rhyme nigga with nigga is not <laughs> understanding the depths of hip hop or the story that Freddie Gibbs has to tell. <laughs> I, it's just like I that shit makes me so mad. And the other thing that makes me mad, and you know me, I'm open all races, genders, anything. But like it's white yeah. people behind the accounts every time. <laughs> every time. Blackie speaks. You never, this nigga's claim he black. I'm a hundred percent sure he's white. No way. I've never seen a black kid. I've never seen a black kid run a rap rap analytics. I've never seen a black rap analytics account. Come on, bro. That might have to be the title of the pod. Black rap analytics. It doesn't exist. Have you ever heard us name a number? I don't even think we've spoken a number on here. That's why I think this whole thing is interesting. Like, see that this argument is like transcending from like basketball Twitter into hip hop Twitter now. Because like this has been a debate between basketball mm. for a while. Like eye test versus analytics, and you got the Good eye true. test That's saying, true. "Like shut up, nerds!" And then you got the analytics people saying, "Y'all niggas dumb as fuck. Y'all don't understand these numbers." Are saying, and me, I'm like in the middle saying that I think they both work together. But that's basketball. That's not art. I mean, basketball is an art in basketball a way, is but an it art. is like, but any they're treating like hip hop like a sport, which is fair. But hip hop is like different, right? Basketball is literally like you're competing with somebody, and statistically, like. Those things do matter. Like PFF, like them PFF grades and shit, like they ain't the end all be all. But man, analytics there is and basketball like room suck. for them. Analytics I don't know suck. how I don't know how much room there is for analytics outside of just like marketing and we're talking about like shit like hip hop breakdown. I think there's room for it, but I guess niggas just need to relax. It ain't the end all be all. But what's the of, point? Like, like what's, what's the point of the numbers? Like Taj, if you read Freddie Gibbs sure. has if you read Freddie Gibbs has sixty seven point 
0.7% unique lyrics, and then you read Travis Scott has 67.5% unique lyrics. Like, are you really you gonna read that. walk out from that, tree, See, from that tweet and believe Freddie Gibbs is a better rapper than Travis? See, that's no, what I'm your saying. opinion it, won't change not, at that's all. Not what's, that's not what's going to happen. You would see, like, I actually wrote, I wrote a whole column about this like two years ago when I made this very point. I was like, eye test versus um, analytics, and I did it for basketball and for music. And I was like, damn, I was about to say that would be a fire article, but of course, a fire column Taj Money sports. already got it I two did it years ago. USC, but it was like, um, I was basically saying how like the whole point is for one side to back up the other. So if you're like a dominant eye test person, if you're like a, if you're listening to Freddie Gibbs, you're like, damn, Freddie Gibbs raps pretty well. And then you, you're not, you don't want to just rest on that hundred percent and then you can get the hip hop Twitter like numbers and be like, okay. I thought he rapped well, and now I see that seventy percent of his raps are unique. That just like verifies the fact that I thought he raps well. That just sounds like a bullshit stat. How the fuck are they deriving these stats, bro? This nigga like listening to every lyric and like. But how do you know it's unique? Unique you to just, what? There's unique just like websites. What? There's like websites with like word counters or whatever, and you put it in, you see how many times the word comes out and how many times it's just it's a very simple stat. The it's interesting, stat. but I I I. I the one point I do agree with is that we have to view things as a whole. We have to view things as a whole. You cannot analyze that. I agree. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You I can't analyze you a Kanye album. You cannot. And, and well, this is kind of why it was interesting because me and you both love dissect, which is kind of exactly this. But that's the thing: dissect isn't even really in a quantitative form. It kind of just breaks it down. And I still can see how this argument would be against dissect, but. I just feel like if you want to understand Freddie Gibbs, and I don't know, I think it's funny we're using Freddie Gibbs, or I'm using Freddie Gibbs for this argument, but if you want to understand Freddie Gibbs, there's no way analyzing line by line of one song is going to give you the full picture into how good of a rapper he is. I feel like it would be more beneficial to listen to the album and judge the album as a whole. I'm saying no. I, I I think you can see the better. If they're okay, let's stop using Freddie Gibbs because we all know Freddie Gibbs. Let's say there's rapper X, and then there's the rest of the rappers in the world, and there's just a random stat that says rapper X rhymes a unique um word pattern eighty percent of the time, whereas compared to the average rapper, it does it forty percent of the time. Would you not be inclined to be like, damn, I want to hear what this nigga's doing that's, that's so much Chan- better than these other that's niggas. What, but that's what Chance And then you go saying. and actually listen. Like, they work together. They're not two separate entities. No, it's I, also I agree. Like this, I agree. Though. I agree that they're not separate, but that's what Chance was saying in the sense that the only way they come together is for marketability. If, you, if you're not just talking about straight marketing and trying to put niggas on to new artists, then like... There's other ways they could come together, too. Like, think about just a simple... Okay, say you put out a four-track EP under like some alias vans okay and mm-hmm. then you see just see the plays you see which one gets the most plays then you think okay people really fuck with this sound i'm gonna incorporate this sound more so into my large project that's you using this whole like nerdy analytics thing to your okay, benefit sure. to the increased data increased analytics will help will improve music creation i do I'm saying I like do what's the point that. of like the stats like when we look at it it's like when you look at stats and, and listen, listen, and like basketball or football, there's like a baseline because everything is standardized, right? Every nigga plays on the same court with the same size hoop. Three point is the same distance for well, every nigga. Basketball is it, actually right? insanely similar to rap, I must say. I, I'm saying, I'm saying along the lines of like when I look at nigga put up 32 points, it's like nice, like because I know what other niggas in the league are putting up. You feel me? But that's that. That's because niggas are like pushing for points, like. How how diverse a nigga pattern is don't 
earn him points. Like some niggas like Cardi ain't gonna be diverse. Does that not mean they ain't as good as Freddie Gibbs because he repeats jump out of the house fifty million times on a goddamn song? That's, that's my thing. What... I think I think that no, that's my only thing is that I feel like the new analytics is it's like this is a new way of like invalidating the younger generation and saying like oh your word count isn't exactly you don't rap over 65 percent of your bars unique you're not a real rapper that's where i see the whole analytic game going in rap and i'm like yo imagine if the labels use this shit which they won't because they just care about straight clout and shit but like i don't know i just I feel mean, like it's there's labels, a place for it. labels I'm already use it, it. Labels already. This was the point I but touched this on is, in my column. The fact that labels data. use it, they don't use it. They don't use it about. This is why I didn't like the whole implementation of like analytics and music because labels aren't using it how we're saying it. As far as like looking into songs, they're using it to like look into artists to sign. So they're doing it based on like plays and social media followers. And there's like real algorithms that already exist and like databases that exist where like companies just gather uh, artists' followers. And how many streams no, they have no, on no. certain platforms, Definitely. and then they'll, they'll like sell that to labels. This I'm not argu- I'm not arguing that at all, because that's what we're doing with 4K. Like you know, you, you take your streams and you sell them off, or or you you present them to other people. I'm just saying, I feel like there's a difference between external analytics and data collection of like, oh, 50 people in Phoenix are listening to us, but 10,000 people in Miami are listening to us. Maybe we should tour in Miami. That's very different than looking at a Freddie Gibbs genius webpage and saying 67%, like, that's coming from within the artist. I feel like using analytics to understand an artist's art is wrong. Using analytics to understand an artist's market, that's all well and fair. Like, go ahead, by by all means. But when you try to use that and you try to enter that into the journalism arena... In terms of this is how we're going to understand the story that this artist is telling, I feel like then you kind of go down a slippery slope. Right. Like if I hear a nigga in an argument talk about Freddie Gibbs <laughs> more diverse word count than fucking somebody else, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna fucking like I'm gonna slap you. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot myself because what the fuck are you talking about? Who gives a shit? I'm, I'm telling That's you, what I'm this saying. Is, this is that's what I'm common. saying for comparison purposes. Who gives a shit? Like, I guess it's interesting. That's why I'm not mad at it. But it's Bro, just like I'm telling to you, use I'm not it mad to, at to it. really like make it like to to make a justification about music or like make a comparison between two art forms is like I don't know. I guess you know, my point you is guys this sound is not just the like best people application. Saying like ten years ago, saying that um, analytics didn't matter in basketball or like twenty years ago, niggas saying no, we're not. We're saying analytics do matter as far as marketing and like no, I'm saying like comparison and... purposes. You guys sound like that too. Like it's gonna matter comparison purposes in about ten years. You when you're gonna see it. like okay. I don't think it is. Music is only getting it's just dumber. a ma- it's just a matter so of what's gathering that's enough numbers. Nah, Fucking, it won't. It won't. It won't. Fucking Basketball's... this nigga used he used the word uh, lit 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 face. Fucking. 38 times this goddamn two Who has ever Tra- used the word did, lit face? Did, <laughs> Travis, <laughs> did, Tra- did Travis Scott or Gunna use more lit faces in 2021? It looks like Gunna edged him out by seven lit faces. <laughs> Therefore, Gunna is the greater rapper. <laughs> this won't be a thing. Th- yeah, I, no you guys, man, you guys no, are, I think you guys are honing in on too much on one particular well, when we're there's, other, there's other things that could be Remember measured. this episode, episode 60, Max Unger episode. You could uh, clip this on like episode 600, 10 years in the future. Uh, when this topic comes <laughs> that up. math calculation. So you know where to come back. <laughs> you know where to come back to. Just for clarification, final point. I don't think hip-hop by the numbers is the best application for analytics in hip-hop. That's my only point. 
a Twitter page that analyzes yeah, genius. They, they do very simple numbers. What was <laughs> it? Was the bigger point though? We got we got into this nitty gritty point. That was the bigger point of uh, AI making music. AI making music with the whole goddamn. We talked about how the whole like beat shit that Google's doing was stupid as hell to me. It sounds like, I mean, but it's just a commodity. It's Facebook commodification. Is that a word? Yes, it is the commodification or dization. Commodification. No, no, commodification. You had. Yeah, it. it's just the commodification of a uh, hip hop music, bro. It's almost. It almost seems like mockery at this point. It's almost disrespectful. A, That's what I don't like Kurt about Kurt Cobain song. It's Kurt Cobain that the AI song is happening with. I'll you help know, Chance out. I'll help Chance out. I'll help Chance out. There was you a. Know they about to rape the hell out of hip hop music. Nobody's getting on goddamn thing to, to listen to a Kurt Cobain instrumental and sing ha, over it. Stop. Have I have I brought up? Um, have I? I might have brought this up before. I'm really bad at remembering if I've already brought things up. But the uh, that one uh, artificial intelligence team, I think, based out of Boston, that put together the Travis Scott automated song yeah. from I think two or three years ago. I already brought yeah. that up. I mean, not yeah. this episode, but before, yeah. Hey, that shit is scary. That's all I gotta say. I, I, mean, um, I don't think it's that scary. I don't think actual fans are gonna swarm to the AI <laughs> Travis Scott. I don't think. I just the thing is like we every day. I feel like we see people's threshold for what they care about. I guess we call that integrity. That is slipping by the day. Like what people care about is slipping less and less and less by the day. So. Right now, we might say, yeah, I don't think a fan would ever trade in a Travis Scott for artificial Travis Scott. Uh, I don't see that. that, TikTok is really, like Chance says, just the music isn't even music. It's just fucking content. It's just content to put over. Literally, a TikTok sound. Or maybe Snapchat calls it that. But it's just a sound to put over my video. Your song has no meaning. It has no purpose. It's just a 10 second clip and it's about to go viral. But the song is meaningless. I don't give a fuck if you dropped a five minute masterpiece, nigga. This seven second TikTok is money. And with that kind of thought process, I don't know. I very well could see a lot of people lie. switching AI on Travis artists. Scott is definitely memes. Imagine I mean, AI Travis Scott delivers a great seven second loop. It might not make the best four minute song. But if it can deliver a fire seven second loop, I can totally see people abandoning Travis for artificial bro, Travis. I, I could just I, see I, so I much think. saturation. I'm scared of like just people who can't really make music. Okay, well, like chance, going... chance, 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 chance. That's been happening for the last ten years. Yeah. You don't gotta I'm worry just, about that. I don't. I, I think the whole like um, people just running with the seven second clip thing. I think that's interesting. But I, the more realistic thing, I think, I think it's more so going to be like the depth of songwriters and like like people that have certain stake into the song yeah nigga like, i'm worried they're just about to cut those niggas out for the ai like the fans will never know that the ai happened like that's what i see it happening like this shit is going to be sold directly to like the major labels to help artists and then you don't have to give up that percentage of the song to actual people you just have to do like a one-time payout for this technology that's how i know you're it right you're right because that's a very um, good point the ethos or the marketability is still going to be tied to the emotion of the artist like you're never gonna be able to get an art of, like an AI to sell something like Travis Scott can sell never it. Say his never, voice. I don't know. I don't think you can. Like the, I think it's biological. Like humans understand other human emotion on a natural bro, biological it, level. Amazon like, talking about like controlling chance, niggas' chance, and shit, chance, bro. shut up. Listen, if you <laughs> what see are you reading? What are chance, what? <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Chance, come on. We're gonna be if able you, to like chance, order shit just by thinking listen, about it. Listen, chance. If somebody random offers you a fucking 
random new shaving razor. You're probably not going to buy it, but if Teron Armstead offers you the same <laughs> razor, you're going to be a little chance. intrigued. Aren't you going to be more interested? You're going to look. You might if even Teron, click the website. If, if, if he was selling it, I'd probably buy it. That's my I use point. his discount code. I think the, I think the future I wouldn't is buy it because of him. I use his discount code. That's, that's literally buying it because of him. I think the future is going to be more <laughs> like... I mean, I'm not trying to get into a rant, but like personal branding, I think I think you are right in the sense that if we get so tied up with the idea of like this person, maybe artificial intelligence might not be able to replace them, but it definitely could replace their team. Damn, I mean, nigga, I might get replaced. Yeah, that was just, this was a depressing ending to episode 60 of Unheard. Anybody got good news to um, counteract that depressing news of Vance going unemployed? I lied last week. Said that we'd have a guest this week. Um, oh yeah, Vance did not follow up <laughs> with that. Yeah, guy. I didn't know. I didn't follow up with the get. Yeah, I've been so swamped with work. Yo, I hate those five words. Uh-huh. I've literally sent those five words to so many people over text message this week. But I'll follow up. I'll promise. I'll get this guest on next week. If you're listening to this podcast on Wednesday, I'll be at Six Flags right this moment. Why is this so, relevant at all? That's, that's good news. You said some good news. So oh. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. That's good news. Yeah. That's if you got any, uh, if you got any ride recommendations, I'm at the one in LA. Just leave it in the comments down below. That is hilarious. Uh, thank you guys. I'm going to leave a ride recommendation. Pause. Are you you going to buy a fast pass? I feel like you need a fast pass. That's what I'm going to get. I'm like 45 No, no, no. no, no. There shouldn't be that many people there. Yeah. If I get there and we in long ass lines during COVID, bro, I'm going to be livid. No buy fast pass. Livid. On a Wednesday, bro? I'm going on a Wednesday. That is, yeah, it's mad random. That's lit, though. That means nobody going to be there. Thank God. All right. That's our good news. Chance, have fun at Six Flags. Go Chance. Stay Speaking safe. of good news, that's my unheard this week. Play good news by uh, Mac Miller. Sorry. I'm just playing, bro. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, play this Play this single called Good and Plenty by Alex Isley, Masego, and Jack Dimes. Appreciate it. Wait, Jack Dorsey? Take up some space. You're too far away. Make no mistakes. I think you should. Over, dog.